Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. See that? Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband is a thug. And a prominent pastor. Okay. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for seven years. I'm 43 and my husband is 38, but he acts like the world owes him something and always has a chip on his shoulder. He is argumentative and a wannabe thug. He grew up in a rough area and he had to make it out of the hood on his own, but he won't acknowledge that he's in a much better place spiritually and financially now. He will preach a good sermon on Sunday, But Monday through Saturday, he curses, drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. He curses like a sailor, and he loves to brag about fighting and who's behind he could whoop if he had the chance. He's cheated on me twice. The second time it happened, I checked out of the marriage. I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he is my sole source of income. I got laid off in April of last year, and I'm having a hard time finding a full-time job. He stands in the pulpit on Sundays while I sit amongst the two or more women he slept with at the church. A few Sundays ago, a female church member approached me and said my husband made inappropriate remarks to her. I told her that she should tell her husband. A couple of days later, my husband came home and said he got into a verbal altercation with the lady's husband, and I acted surprised. My husband was flustered and embarrassed. I'm thinking all of the men in the church need to know what he's up to. The two church members he slept with are married, and I think their husbands should know what my husband has been doing. Should I start a war at the church or leave vengeance up to the Lord? Well, I'll say no, definitely don't start a war at the church. And First Lady, you know the Bible does say vengeance is mine. You know that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Um... So you already know the answer to that. The question is, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm trying to figure out how you're still with him. He's a hypocrite. He's supposed to be a changed man and, you know, all of that, practice what he preaches every Sunday. And, you know, of course, I'm not saying that he should be perfect because, you know, he's still a man, of course. But, um... Nothing in the letter says that he's a man of God except for that he goes Sunday and preaches and preaches a good sermon. But after that, Monday through Saturday, you know, he's all in this thug life or whatever he's been trying to do. Um, You say he's a womanizing thug, but then you're dependent upon him financially, so that makes it hard for you to leave. He's a cheater. You've been humiliated every Sunday when you see these women's faces. Uh, Your man is sexually harassing women at the church and, and just wrong. He's just wrong on every level. I mean, you can't change him. But I guess, you know, I guess you should be planning your escape. I mean, I say escape because you've got to get away from him at least for a little while. You've got to do something. I mean, he's not showing any signs of stopping. He's not showing any signs of remorse or anything. And he's being very disrespectful and, and self-destructive, you know, really trying not to. I, I do ask you this. Try not to make any emotional decisions like telling the husband, you know, like you said at the end of the letter, let God handle that. Um, 
you just continue to look for a job because, you know, something is going to give eventually. See if you have any friends or family members you can trust that maybe can help you. And in the meantime, maybe you could suggest counseling. I doubt if he'll go. Maybe you can suggest that. But definitely you have to change your situ- your pattern, what you're doing. So start saving up if, if you can. You know, get a little part-time job or something. You're looking for full-time. But you you got to get out of there because th- this is not healthy, especially for you. Steve? You know, this letter right here, it starts off as a major conflict, just the subject. Mm-hmm. My husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. What? Okay, let's just deal with the he's a pastor part. Because he's really not a thug. He's really, really not. He, nothing in this letter he does is thuggish. I'm just, but we, but he's supposed to be a pastor. So let's get with the conflict right away. He acts like the world owes him. First of all, you took 43 and he 38. What did he say to you to get you in the first place? I don't even understand this here, but that ain't what the letter's about. But let me show you the conflict of him being a prominent pastor. First thing, he acts like the world owes him something. Here's another one. He always has a chip on his shoulder. Here's another one. He's argumentative. And last but not least, he's a wannabe thug. How the hell did he get to be the pastor? I mean, just these four qualities right here. How did he become a prominent pastor? He grew up in the wor- in the rough area, had to make it out the hood on his own. How many? You know how many of us got that story? Three on this show. Three on this show. Oh, damn near everybody I know. That's <laughs> anything. Damn near got yeah. that story. Everyone Hell, all us on this show got that story. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what is he talking about? He don't acknowledge that he's in a much better place spiritually. What? I can't I'm, tell. I'm, I'm, this letter is just too much. For me. All right, here we go. He will preach a good sermon on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, he cusses, he drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. Okay, now let's 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 go back. He's your husband, and you're putting up with the cussing, the drinking, and the womanizing. He cusses like a sailor and loves to brag about fighting. Hold on, Steve. And who's behind he could whoop if he had a chance. Mm-hmm. We'll have part two of Steve's response Whooping coming up at 20, 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. All right. The prominent pastor has these following qualities. The world, oh, he acts like the world owes him something. He always got a chip on his shoulder. He's argumentative, and he's a wannabe thug. You're married to him. He worked his way out the hood, but he won't acknowledge that he's in a better place because he wants to hold up this little thug mentality for some dumbass reason. He'll preach a good sermon on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, he cusses drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. So he has a lot of women, and obviously you know this. Cusses like a sailor. He loves to brag about fighting and who's behind he could whoop if he had a chance. You always got the chance to jump on somebody. If that opportunity is available 24-7, you just going over there and start to fight. 
if that's what you want to do. He just talking. He running his damn mouth. He ain't whooping nobody ass. But this dude right here is worse than that. Now, you said he's cheated on me twice. The second time it happened, you checked out the marriage. Then you say, I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he's my sole source of income. Okay. Now, we have to deal with this part for a second. So, I understand that. I mean, look, don't don't think I don't. So, I got it. You you ain't got no means of taking care of yourself and everything. I, I get it. I'm, I'm not naive to that. But now, let's go over what you have to swallow to have this roof over your head and a car to drive. He act like the world owe him something. He's argumentative, got a chip on his shoulder. He's sleeping with women at the church. You know about it. And you got to deal with all that if you want to keep having the key to that house. I, I just, I don't, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know, I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he's my sole source of income. I got laid off in April last year, having a hard time finding a full-time job. He stands in the pulpits on Sundays while I sit amongst the two or more women he slept with at the church. Woo, you. That's a hard one. You a bad girl. That's a tough one. You a bad girl, man. You, you, you's a bad girl. And you got to swallow a lot. Look, I don't know where your relatives at. I don't know who you can move in with temporarily. I don't know if you think you're walking away from something and leaving it to somebody else. But you ain't got nothing, though. Right. I mean, he's doggish, man. This dude is doggish. But he's the one that got it. A few Sundays ago, a female church member approached me and said my husband made an inappropriate remark to her. You told her you should tell her husband. A couple days later, my husband came home, said he got into a verbal altercation with the lady's husband and acted surprised. What happened to all that ass whooping he was yeah. going to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, remember right, that? Right. Remember that? Yeah. You know, yeah. if if you really wanted to whoop somebody's ass, I, this was the perfect opportunity. Uh-huh. Dude up in your face, accusing you of something you probably going to act like you didn't do. So you're going to act like you didn't say it. You got to because you the pastor. Because you can't admit it because you know if you admit you did what you said, you know this dude going to light into you. So your little husband is a little coward. Now, my husband was flustered and embarrassed. I, once again, what happened to this ass whooping he been wanting to do? <laughs> See, the man approached you, now you flustered and embarrassed. Where is all these ass whoopers at, man? <laughs> Will you come on? Give me one. Come on, Jack Johnson. Show me something. <laughs> all right. I'm thinking of all the men in the church that need to know what he's up to. I'm, the two church members he slept with are married, and I think their husband should know what my husband has been doing. Okay, now. Your husband has been talking about whooping a lot of people's behind. But if you go to these women, husband and tell them this, he's going to. He, he sure gonna be involved in some ass whoopers then. And he ain't gonna want neither one of them. But they gonna do something to your husband. See, you they they gonna do something to him, man. So I agree with Shirley. I don't think you should say it to them. I think the bigger problem for you is what you gonna do. Mm-hmm. I right, think that's right. the bigger problem. I think your situation 
you should start focusing on you. You've already checked out the marriage. It, it ain't much of a marriage. What you're willing to lose, you don't have. You don't have no... He's disrespectful. He's misleading. He's overbearing. He's the bully pulpit. He's abusive to you. He treats you any kind of way. And if I were you, I would just find a way to remove myself from that situation. All you got to do is go on about your business. You ain't, yeah. you ain't got to do nothing. You can't stand in the pulpit, claim to be God's man, and That's be doing right. what you want. You might be getting away with it to them people, but you ain't getting away from God. You can walk away from this. Go set yourself up. Go stay at a what? relative's house. Get out of that situation because the London Bridge is falling down. Yep. All right, yeah. post your comments. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after, Junior Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 